Welcome to the Down to Earth podcast with your hosts, Janelle and Sharon. We are excited to kick off episode two. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, we kind of have this titled as the behind the scenes of the, in the life of a Christian woman. Mm -hmm. And we are excited to have God show up and lead the way and uh, have Sharon take it away. We're going behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. We're going behind (laughs) the scenes. (laughs) So, yeah, we we have so much to talk about. We have a lot. On this podcast. So it's really hard to figure out. Yes, figure out where to start from. And so we just said, what is a better place to start than kind of defining what a Christian woman is? Like, really, what does she look like? And what does her life look like day in, day out? What are her examples? Like all that kind of stuff. So let's, we're like, let's start there. I feel like this is a good place to start. Yes. Um, but first we're going to, we're going to take just a few minutes and talk about Christianity because that's pretty important. <laughs> this is uh, the foundation, not only of this podcast, but of our lives. Absolutely. So, you know, just a brief description, just in case... There's anyone listening who's not aware, you know, what the heck is a Christian anyway? What does a Christian believe? Um, a Christian is, is a Christ follower. Uh, we follow Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and Savior. Uh, that's not a joke. <laughs> Isn't that like a meme or like... Somewhere. Lord and Savior, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> It's so funny, though. Um, But no, it's like not a joke. It's real. It's a real thing. So what Christians believe is that all humans have been born into sin and that all humans will ultimately face the judgment of God. Um, And Jesus, the son of God, we believe, came to the earth in human flesh. So God in human flesh. And he lived a perfect life. And he died for our sins, a gruesome, terrible death Mm -hmm. on the cross, um, so that we could have reconciliation with God the Father. Um, He died in our place, and then he was buried. And then three days later, he rose. Hallelujah. Yes. He rose from the grave. And in John 3, 16... There's so much power in the scripture verse, and that's why everybody knows it. Yep. Okay? I'm sick and tired of people saying they're cliche scripture verses. That's absurd. There's a... People are saying that? You know when people are like, oh, they quote the same scripture oh. or whatever. It's like, come on. It's the living word of God, you know? Absolutely. Um, it says, <laughs> for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, Jesus, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Um, and then... Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father 
Absolutely. But by me. Let me just repeat that because that's really stinking important. So good. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I am the life. Come on. No man comes unto the Father but by me. He is like the guard. What are those guys? He's like the bouncer. I just, when I was saying that, I pictured like one of those big bouncer dudes, like outside of a bar. Not that that's a good thing. But anywho, um, <laughs> Jesus is everything. That that's what Christianity is. Um, and yes. is that a, is that a, do you feel like that's a fair description? You know. Oh, absolutely. Anything to add there? Anything to add? I would definitely emphasize. He's the only way. Mm-hmm. The only way. He's the only truth. Yo. And it's the only truth, like in the world today and culture, mm-hmm. everyone's about defining their truth. Oh, yeah. Everybody's saying, got their own truth. Their own truth. And you know what? If you believe that, we're going to talk about how that's not the right way to think. <laughs> but we're going to try, not try and convince you, but try and explain to you yeah. why God's truth yeah. is the end all be all. And we have, I'm. This is what I like about Janelle. This is where we're similar. Mm-hmm. We love people who don't believe everything that we believe. We still mm-hmm. love. I mean, that's a huge misconception about Christians. Huge misconception about Christians. So, I mean, if you don't share our beliefs, you're still welcome here. Yep. Anywho, another huge aspect of being a Christian is inaction. Mm. Uh, because that, yeah. that part is, you know, it, it's really faith. Um, and then another part is an action. And so Matthew 16, 24 says, Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up, take up his cross and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? So <clears throat> the action of being a Christian is um, coming after, running after Christ, denying himself, Amen. taking up his cross and following him. And that's a whole... That's a sermon. That's sermon a podcast episode in, its, in itself. Chef's kiss on that one. But... Um, to kind of one of the things that I love about that is taking up your cross, mm-hmm. um, and there's a a commentary in the Blue Letter Bible that I love by this theologian Matthew Henry. He says we shouldn't say when it comes to taking up your cross. Your cross represents your suffering. You're going to ultimately mm-hmm. suffer in this world. Yep. Jesus suffered. Frankly, Janelle, whether you know Jesus or not, you're going to suffer. Okay. It's just Jesus or Holy Spirit. You got to help her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as a Christian, we have yeah. unique sufferings yep. and he suffered. So we're going to suffer like Christ suffered. And so Matthew Henry said, we shouldn't say this is an evil and I must bear it as in our cross. This is an evil and I must bear it because I can't help it. But we should look at our cross as this is an evil and I will bear it and it shall work for my good. Ooh. Yeah. So 
being a Christian, following after Christ, our whole perspective is completely shifted. And we are empowered by the indwelling spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. So I know that was like a lot in a little bit of, of time. Do you have anything to add to that, John? Just, no, just piggyback off of just um, when you compare, a lot of people like to compare the Old Testament to the New Testament. So yeah. like Old Testament, um, Jesus would, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, God would come upon somebody yeah. or visit them. But in the New Testament, the times the times that we're in now, the indwelling oh, yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. It is a twenty force even when we're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. The helper. Yeah. He's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Jesus left, he said, I'm going to send a helper, so don't worry about it. The disciples had Jesus as an example. We have the New Testament as an example of how to live a Christian life. Yes. So, yes, that's a huge part of the Christian life as well. Um, so I feel like that was, I feel like we could have gone into that like a lot deeper and for a lot mm-hmm. longer. But just for the, you know, the nature of our topic, we just wanted to touch Absolutely. on it really quickly. So, now that we know that, and we've established that, mm-hmm. Janelle, why are you a Christian? Why are you a Christian? I would definitely say the exploration. Like, in our first episode, we talked about a little bit about, like, our salvation story. We were both kiddos and yep. young. I think I'd have to go back to that moment of saying, God, if you are real, if you're really real. Yeah. And having that I felt like it was tangible but I couldn't see it so it's faith as a mustard seed small if we know what a mustard seed looks like how tiny it is so tiny so tiny and God is a real relationship which is something that you in a relationship you have to pursue yes like Sharon and I Sharon you and I keep saying that yes but just the tangible presence of God I've experienced that multiple times. Like even just by myself, yeah. I've in congregations of churches or even out in the world ministering or yeah. just even speaking to someone. Yeah. I don't do a darn thing. I know. <laughs> and God shows up and he uses us. I know. To minister to somebody. Yeah. Because God is in control and he will use whoever he wants. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry during this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We might just because I'm I'm very, I'm very like, I feel very warm. (laughs) So totally. I hope that that's the tangible presence of God. I, this, I don't really, this might sound weird guys. Okay. (laughs) Chanel and I were talking the last time we were recording episode one, that there were like multiple times during our podcast where we literally were like oh my god we feel the presence of god you know when you can feel the presence of god obviously god's with us and we're two or more gathered in his name he's there in the midst of you but sometimes a lot of the times you don't necessarily feel him Mm -hmm. so that has been happening during this podcast right it's happening again so it's happening again so sorry if we get a little sniffle It's like the thing that we're the most passionate about, too. Absolutely. So, yeah, I love that. Um, so what's your take? What's your take on that? Why be? Yeah. So it's a good question. I mean, why be a Christian? That's another good question. Good lordy. Well, no, the main reason why you want to be a Christian is because you don't want to go to hell. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to live with Satan. I don't really want to either. No. Because I 
as a human being without Christ, I stink. Like I'm not, I'm not a good person. Um, like my life wouldn't be the way it is. I would make very different decisions. I would probably be controlled by anger. I would probably, you know, be controlled by all of the, the evil Sharon tendencies that I have. And therefore who knows what my life would be like. Um, (laughs) so I cannot, so I've had opportunities in my life, you know, as I said last time, I was saved when I was five. Mm -hmm. So faith, my faith has been an integral part of my, the fiber of my being, um, since I was a child, but anyone you ask anyone who's, you know, accepted Jesus from a, a child, um, and they will say that they've had moments in their life where they've had not necessarily faith crisis. Some people have had faith crisis, I've but have had that. opportunities to have a crisis of your faith. And yep. I think that that's, oh, it's almost like, I don't know if it's like mandatory or necessary, but I think that there's going to be opportunities for us to make a decision when we're older. Um, yeah, I think that that plays into um, like Jesus was tested. Yes. Thank you. There yes. you go. I think that's where you're headed, right? I'm headed wherever you're headed. <laughs> we're in this, yeah, we're linked together. Um, but yeah, so we're get our faith is going to get tested. Yes, absolutely. You, I, I, that can be a whole nother thing, but like yeah. just to speak to that, your faith will get tested. Uh, yes. You should be prepared for that. You should be prepared for it. Yeah. And that's another reason why we're breaking down like, what is a Christian? Yeah. Um, why are we Christians? If you don't know why you're a Christian, like, like obviously your world needs to keep going. Yes. Like go to work, take care of your family, whatever responsibilities you have. But I would encourage you to take some time. If you're like in just auto mode, I would encourage you to just take some time and be like, I'm going to take 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour every evening or three days a week. And I'm just going to like dwell on the scriptures and ask Jesus what's going on. Like find it in myself why I believe this. And if I have questions, God is not afraid of our questions. He will lead you to a holy man or woman of God who can walk you through those answers. Absolutely. Anywho, that's a whole nother thing. Yes. Um, so I'm a Christian. Because (laughs) I have had those opportunities in life where I've been maybe bitter at somebody. Maybe someone hurt me. Um, I've had experiences, you know, in my life that have been traumatic. Mm -hmm. You know, loved ones passing away or whatever. You know, things like that. Those experiences can make you... you kind of have an existential crisis. Yeah, you do. And you kind of go back to your foundation. Mm-hmm. And every time that's happened to me, no matter what I've gone through, I just can never deny. I yes. just can never deny the goodness of God. Mm. And I can never deny the mm. reality of his presence that I've experienced. That's good. The realness of his presence that I've experienced. I can never deny the miracles that I've witnessed. And I wish I have witnessed someone being raised from the dead. Maybe I will one day. One day. But I have witnessed miracles. For instance, like my parents, uh, I mentioned are pastors. Just the way, you know, us as parents, 
like our lives are a testimony to our children. Mm-hmm. And when we watch our parents, big time. You see everything. You see everything. Yeah. And the things that they've walked through and the things that God has done through them miraculous. Mm-hmm. Miraculous. Mm-hmm. So I will never I mean besides the fact, so that's one thing, besides the fact that Jesus is the sweetest friend you could ever have, and there's no way in the world that I'm ever going to break up with my best friend Jesus. That's good. Because <laughs> I'm not crazy. You know, there, there's there's favor that comes with being a Christian. Like, there's perks, right? That's not why I'm a Christian. No. I'm not be, didn't become a Christian, and I don't say a Christian because it's going to make me a millionaire. Yeah. And get me the Bentley or whatever the heck. Whatever want. you want. It's not so that I can be successful. It's not so that I can do miracles. Yep. Although we should want to do them. Yep. That's not the main reason why. I'm in love with Jesus. I'm in love with the word of God. And I can't deny him. <laughs> I met him. I know him. And now I literally cannot deny cannot. him. That's so good. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's so good. Yep. So that's how I feel about it. I could keep talking about I it, know, but I should stop. I know. Okay. It's warm and fuzzies. So let's talk about Christian women. Christian women. Yeah. I feel like it's a loaded question. It's such a loaded question. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I feel like... It's a hard... Like, where do you start? You start where you think you should. That's where you start. I think we need to start with character. Let's do it. Um, something that I've been mulling over and for our listeners, Sharon and I prepare a little bit before, and then we kind of leave each other like little snippets of stuff to su- not surprise, but genuinely share with each other Yeah, live, but, um, or live or recorded anyways. Um, I want to start with character. This is something that's been mulling in my spirit and God talks about pursuing the Holy Spirit to mold our character because it says that he is the potter and we're the clay. Oh, yeah. So that means if you watch any of those clay competitions, those pottery competitions. What? What is this? I don't remember what it's called. I'll send you the link <gasps> later. <laughs> is it like on TV or on YouTube it, or something? Somewhere. Whatever streams. Oh, that sounds very so good. fun. It's very good. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So like experienced potters come in and they're given different challenges. And there's like 12 of them and they have oh. to compete. And show, share, if you could see Sharon's face, she's like so lit up. <laughs> I'm so excited. I forget. I forget. It was like the great potters competition. I love it. I think it came out in 2020 when... The pandemic, uh, pandemic happened. Oh, wow. But I forget what it's on, but, like, just watching the potter take nothing, take clay, and create something. And if they, <clears throat> excuse me, if they didn't like how that cup or that vase or something, if they didn't like how it was coming out, they just kind of essentially, before it's put in the kiln and cooked, Yeah, they could just pull it apart and kind of put it back on the wheel and add some water. Oh. So I was just kind of thinking, like, I feel like that's definitely us as human beings where our character can grow and be molded only by Holy Spirit. You, Absolutely. You can take, and I have been that. I have worked in the business sector. Yeah. I have served and led and managed yeah. people. And I took as many... <clears throat> self-help management classes yeah. i'd sit there for hours i'm sure you have being a nurse you have to stay up to date on stuff yeah that's right so like 
the one thing I notice in the world, they're constantly pushing how to be a good person. <laughs> Negating the how fact. How to be a team player. How to, be how to respect other people's Absolutely. truths. Respect other people's <laughs> truths. And I'm like over here like, I ain't got time to figure out my truth, your truth, but yeah. I'm going to go to God's truth. Preach that. <laughs> I ain't got time to figure it out because I'm not all-knowing. Yeah. We're not all-knowing. Yeah. Only God is. Yeah. So back to character. One thing that I have been mulling over is abiding in the fruits of the Spirit. Stop it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just with you so much. That's what I've been thinking about. So that's why I okay. said stop it, don't stop it. Keep okay, going. keep going. So... There is the explanation for our listeners. There's the explanation when you read Galatians 22. Go ahead and read it. We encourage you to read it. Yes, please. Because it's a breakdown of what it is to walk in the flesh. Yeah. And what it is to walk in the Holy Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I also think building our character. So if you've grown up in the church, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Yep. Some are harder than others. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Some are harder than others, but... I think that a godly woman, a Christian woman, works to abide in the presence of God yeah. and steward their relationship well with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And it includes living by the fruits of the Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So when, so when we, if you're looking for someone to trust and you're realizing that you're trying to get to know people, Use this as a benchmark. Mm, that's so good. Wait, say that again. So if you're looking to, even if you have trust issues and you're looking to build trust again mm. with other women, yeah. which I'm in, we've been through that. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm still going through that. But if you're looking to build trust with other women, use Galatians 22 as a benchmark because a godly woman will choose the fruits of the spirit of God. Oh yeah to dwell in yeah. and to operate out of yeah. so that covenant relationships are built. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're discovering that someone is being anything else other than the spirit of God and yeah. you're feeling a check or you're feeling a tug in your heart, yeah, then you know who you can trust and do life with. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jesus said that, that his followers... Really, anyone is known by their fruit. Yes. So the things that you produce in your life. You know, if you see somebody who's, like, always miserable, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's fruit. Yeah. The misery is what they're producing. (laughs) It's not good fruit. You know, it's not good fruit. But it's there. Yeah. When you've encountered someone who's just, like, you were telling me today about somebody that you encountered, and they were just so kind. Yeah. That's a fruit in their life. Uh, of character that they yes. have. Yep. Um, and so, really, <laughs> you know, the things of the spirit and the, and the I, what we're very passionate about is um, being balanced with spirit and truth, just like the word says that Absolutely. we should be. And so, everything that we, in the spirit that we say, should be able to be upheld by the word of God, right? And so, being. Bearing a spirit, a spirit, uh, like a, um, what is it called? The fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the spirit, yeah. Is a, 
it's produced because you've done the actions you've the done inner the working work. yeah yes the work so it's produced because we're living in the spirit and we're not living in the flesh come on and that's why we should read galatians 5 and we should know what what are the, what's the difference between the spirit and the flesh yep um now the works of the flesh are adultery fornication uncleanliness lewdness idolatry sorcery hatred contentions jealousies Outbursts of wrath. I've never done that. Selfish Same. ambitions, <laughs> dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. That's like a really hoity-toity version. I wish I had a different one. But read like a, a, a more, an easier version to digest. Yeah. Maybe like the message. You'll find something in there that you yeah. may recognize in and again, yourself. Because and again, I this have. is uh, Galatians 5, 22. Yeah. I, kept, I kept saying 22, but Sharon got it's it It's right. in Galatians. It's and in Galatians. Then, um, and it says, Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you, those that practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So mm. when we're practicing those things... We, I mean, it's very, very clear in the word. We're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. Janelle said them before. And those who are, who are Christ, have crucified the flesh with its mm-hmm. passions and desires. There is a a Christian woman. She's really number one. Her priority is is Jesus. Yes. Her priority is God. Um, God is her prior. Period. Um, and the abide thing I want to touch on in a second. Okay. Because that's something that I was thinking about. Good. But she's crucifying her flesh every day uh, with its passions and desires. It says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Um, so moving on from that, our priorities are, a woman of God's priorities is the word of God, is abiding in the word of God and the word abide when you said that Mm -hmm. it's funny because I literally wrote out the scripture verse that I was thinking of when I think of a woman of God is someone who abides in Christ abide in me and I in you Mm. John 15 as the branch can't bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me Jesus is the vine we are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit fruit the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Also, just like abundance of life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all different things can, that can be constituted mm-hmm. as fruit. Abund- abundance of life, blessings, things like that. Um, so, a true woman of God is consistently and cons- constantly abiding Amen. in Christ. How does she do that, though, Janelle? I think probably it says, Jesus says to go to your secret place. Yep. So the abiding part, abiding doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to pick five minutes one day. Yes, And then you. five years later, it's yep. constant stewarding that. Yes. So it's being diligent. Yeah. And it's going to the secret place, spending time, because it is a relationship. If I didn't... Okay, so how many of you out there, okay, are either married or you're in a relationship or you're pursuing a relationship as a Christian woman, and you're pursuing a relationship with a guy, mm-hmm. what do you do? You want to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you get back? You get attention. You get time spent with you. You get to know the person. Yeah. 
if we're constantly go oh here's a tangent so if you're constantly if you're constantly going to god saying please save me please save me from this 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 and this yeah but it's a choice you made and it brought sin into your life yep the, where's the relationship at? We gotta yeah. spend time with God in yeah. a secret place, yeah. and it means going to prayer, and it means being a prayer warrior. It means praying over your life, mm-hmm. rebuking things out of your life. It means taking a stand, speaking into the Spirit, and having authority in your life with the yeah. Lord. Yeah, and it means it means pursuing righteousness and letting God make you holy. Absolutely. Every woman was created uniquely. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, it works so different. <clears throat> every woman was created so uniquely, and you were created with a unique purpose. Amen. Your giftings, your talents, the things that you see as shortcomings even in your life. Yep. Um, your face. Um, where you were born, your family, maybe lack thereof. Yeah. Um, everything about you. It's it's God wants to use it Amen. for His glory, but there is a kingdom purpose for it, and the woman of God is aware. She's acutely aware that there is a kingdom purpose to her life. Come on. What, is, what does that mean? What's a kingdom purpose? I, I mean, the God, he's a king. He has a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And um, we're his sons. We're his sons and daughters. We're his sons and daughters. We were created to rule and reign in the kingdom of God. Yep. And the woman of God knows that she has a very special, specific, tailor-made purpose. I mean, if you read Proverbs 31, that woman is busy very busy because because listen women listen women (laughs) oh man the listen came out (laughs) we're beautiful right yeah women are beautiful yeah men are men (laughs) (laughs) there are things different about men and women absolutely but it's specific we're supposed to be like this yes we're supposed to um enhance things and make them beautiful yeah we're supposed to see the details and yes. everything that yeah. drives us crazy. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be nurture, nurturing. Absolutely, we're supposed to emotionally experience things at a heightened level than men. Mm-hmm. That is all for a reason. That is, there's no mistake in that. No, God wants to use that for His glory. The things maybe that we go through in life yeah. can damage those parts of us yep. and cause us to walk a little wonky. Yep, That's, and get wounded. And get wounded. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about before about bearing your cross. Yeah. Because God says, no, 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 you don't understand. Yes, as Christ bore his cross, we are going to bear our cross. But don't look at it as this is this evil, horrible thing and I ugh, I have to deal with it. Right. Look at it as this is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. This is my cross to bear, but God is going to use this on me, in me. It's my cross to bear. It's not Janelle's cross to bear. And I can't bear, bear Janelle's cross better yep. than I than she yep. can. Like, can we can we stop saying that? <laughs> but 
God is going to work all of those things out for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. You have a, like every woman has their own unique purpose. I feel like if women like genuinely got that, a lot of the issues in women's world would would, like literally just go away. It would literally disappear. (laughs) Don't you agree? Absolutely. I think that something that I have encountered a lot in my life, especially amongst um, being in friendships or quote friendships with uh, girls when I was growing up was just the constant jealousy and comparison. And you know what? I ain't someone special. We've said this before. (laughs) I'm not someone special. Where am I? I, for the listeners, you know, I'm not some, uh, I was never the short, cute little girl. I was always the tall one. (laughs) I was always, I had a little bit of weight on me and I could do sports really well. And I would always get picked by the guys to come be a defense lineman on the football team. I love it. So like, and I wonder how many women that you don't know looked at you and were like, I wish I could. I, you know, but seriously, we don't, we have such a distorted image of ourselves. I know, I know. And I really feel God is, God is up to something right now. And like Sharon was speaking to you. So everyone that's listening, listening to this episode, God is working out his purpose in yeah. your life. Yeah. And I want to declare that over you Amen. right now so Amen. strongly. So. Amen. Um, God is up to something and, you know, I, I was sharing, sharing with Sharon. That's a hard sentence to say. (laughs) Ten times fast. Ten times fast. Um, Sharon listens to the Bible or she shared with me, like she'll do audible listening. Yeah. And she, a lot. And she, I, um, I was at work and I was driving and I did a voice text and I was like, um, just letting you know, I listened to the whole book of Esther. So I want to say and declare over you that Esther was encouraged and put in a position and prepared. Yeah. And it took like a year. She was prepared and placed in a high-ranking position. Yep. So go read Esther because I think some of you listening are going to find your purpose in some of that. And God is raising up the Esther people right now. So Amen. Um, Esther was put in a position where the only way she could talk to her husband, which I can never say his name, but that doesn't matter at the moment. Um, Esther was put in a position where she needed to save her generation, save her, the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. God placed her at such a time. Mm -hmm. And the only way she could go and plead for their lives and God used her to save her people was if she was called by the king. But she knew the authority God gave her, and mm-hmm. she still stepped forward and had faith and trusted God. Yep. And her purpose was lived out and saved the entire Jewish people. Yep. And the king not only thought she was beautiful, which is why he picked her, but he had favor with her. Yeah. And he wasn't even talking. It doesn't record anywhere that he was talked to by God. It was Esther that stepped up. So there's some of you that are listening, and you might have an idea for something. You might be encountering a situation at work you Mm -hmm. might be encountering a situation at church or Mm -hmm. whatever's going on Mm -hmm. god is calling you to take a leap of faith and trust Mm -hmm. him with your purpose amen i love that that's so good he cares more about your purpose than you do he's a good father and esther she got like a slam dunk you know 
She did. <laughs> like, she, that's terrifying. Because to go before a king, and the what was the consequence? If the king wasn't in, into it, because, yep. like, you had to be summoned by him. Yep. And the only way you knew he was cool with it, wasn't that the scepter thing? Yep. He would, like, reach out a scepter. Yep. And you'd be able to touch it. Yeah. If he wasn't into it, weren't you, like, dead? You're dead. Okay. Even the queen. Even the queen. It didn't matter who it was. Yep. So she not only faced... She faced so much, but she faced, she probably, maybe she felt like it was certain death. It sounds like certain death. Mm -hmm. Um, And she had such an incredible victory. And there was an enemy in that, the uh, courts of that king who was conspiring against her people. And so, like, there, this is, like, I'm so glad you brought Esther up because, like, some, like, I know this sounds terrible, but some, that, like, the story at this moment reminds me of, like, situations that I've been in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. they're so precarious and you feel like God's <laughs> calling you to do something and it's so, like, you, you sure? You sure? You yeah, sure, exactly. God? Or, like, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But not only did she go through all of that. And God, she used so much wisdom because she kept her mouth shut about yep. her true she ethnicity. Did. She had self-control. Yeah, she had so much wisdom. She wasn't <laughs> gossiping. She wasn't yep. she wasn't gloating. She wasn't she was so wise. And she ended up saving her people. Yep. Little, little did she know that a descendant of her people would be Jesus Christ. No. So God has a many challenges for us to face yes. and many great wars for us to fight. Yes. A, a woman of God is a warrior. Absolutely. Xena warrior princess. Yes. I love that show. When I was <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I did. did you? I, no, I didn't get into it, but I like today Wonder Woman. Oh, same difference. So, okay, same thing. Did you hear? Did you you know what I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, okay. she wore purple and like did yeah. she wear purple? I don't know. I she wore something. It was the nineties. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. I used to love that show. Anyway, she a woman of God is a warrior. But yeah. we so we're gonna have as as we abide in Christ, as we he brings us this incredibly complex, precarious situation for us to navigate in the greatest faith that it could possibly take. Yeah. Which is like as small as a mustard seed <laughs> in us. Once we have that victory, we won't even understand the implications of that no. until we go to heaven. That's so good. Right? That's the it's, life of a Christian woman. Come on. That's exciting. It's very, it's thrilling. What? It's thrilling. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's so good. You know? Yeah. A life of a, a Christian woman, she brings life where she goes. Come on. Not only physically, but spiritually. Yes. Mm-hmm. She brings life where she goes. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean... Listen, if you took out your pen and your paper and you were ready to write down specific like characteristics of a Christian woman, really what you have to do is read the, the Bible and that's where, where you'll get it. But... A Christian woman is not necessarily gregarious. A Christian woman is not necessarily your definition of meek. Right. Christian woman does not necessarily just wear skirts. A Christian woman... I'm just saying, like, when you see her, you're going to know. But it's not because of her personality and it's not because of how she looks. 
Amen. It's because of the indwelling presence of God. Amen. It's because of the life that she brings. And she may bring life and, to be quite honest with you, peace. She brings Come on. utter peace. She may bring life and peace by not saying a darn thing. Mm-hmm. Which is the hardest thing for women to do. Absolutely. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Okay, so don't get I. offended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to not speak. She, she's fierce, man. She's yeah. fierce. So, do you have some examples of women that you look up to or women? You said you said Esther. Do you want me to do one? Esther, yeah. Which one? Which one would you? One of my there? favorites is Deborah. Yeah. Cause she's so cool. She was also in the Old Testament, and yes. she was a judge. Yes. Um, and fair. She, Huh? She was fair, wasn't she? What like a fair judge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God used Deborah because... Okay, I don't want this to sound like how it's probably going to come off. It, I hope it doesn't. God used her because the men weren't standing up. The men there weren't standing up in their place of leadership. So God was like, okay, well, yep. I got somebody better than you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and God used her to... Um, basically lead the people into victory Mm -hmm. and she you can read it I don't want to get super into her because I won't stop talking about her um but she was someone she's someone very unlikely not unlikely to be used just because of her gender really right I also love especially in those times yeah I love those kinds of um examples in the word of God where women were like warriors there's so many examples of women warriors in the word um, my brother named his daughter JL there's a woman in the bible named JL, JL yeah and she like literally t- this is, <laughs> I don't know how people are gonna feel about this she <laughs> took a stake and she pounded it through a guy's skull ruthless yeah for god for god yes um that was a different time <laughs> we're not like condoning that early no, like, absolutely yeah. not um there are so many women in the bible you, the Bible is not boring, and being a woman of God is not boring. And when we look at those examples in the Word, it's not a literal comparison to our life most of the time. Exactly, yeah. it's a, like an archetype of what's happening in our yes. life. It's a picture yeah. of what, and God uses them not only to inspire us, but to help us figure out how to navigate, you yes. know, the the circumstances and relationships in our life. A woman of God. The Bible literally is a template that a woman of God refers to. Mm-hmm. Not only the Bible, but, you know, her relationship with the Lord, which is founded in the Word. For everything in her life. For managing her home. Yes. For her career. For her friendships. For her marriage. For her Relationship with her children. For her business. For her business. For her finances. Yes. She navigates every single aspect of her life with her ear to the chest of Jesus. Come on. Listening for the beat of his heart. Amen. Staying in tune with the Holy Spirit because abiding in him is constant. Absolutely. To abide somewhere, you're, you're living there. She abides in the presence of God. And she also 
abides in the word of God. And if you don't know this, there in the word, you can find literally a, assistance for any type of possible situation you could possibly mm-hmm. be in. Mm-hmm. And that's what she goes to to navigate those things. And anyone, I just want to dispel a lie, like any there's in culture will tell you, well, the Bible's old. It's a historical book that you can't, you can't get anything from. That's a lie because the enemy roams to and fro to use who he wants yeah. to speak lies into your life. Yeah. So the Bible has to be read. And most of the time, people that are saying that, they're not reading the Bible. Just truth bomb right there. But. For, yeah, truth bomb, all right. That's for sure. Yeah, so do you think we should do a part two? I think we should do a part two, guys. We have a lot to say. <laughs> And, and we it, want to encourage you yes. to be what Sharon is saying, warrior women. Yes. Well, and to be who God has Amen. called you to be as a woman of God. Amen. We're not all exactly the same. We're not supposed to be. Um, we have different backgrounds. We have different lifestyles. We have different, you know, r- languages, whatever. Yeah. Cultures. All that stuff is beautiful. So we appreciate you guys listening again. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and we're going to be back next week yes with part two, two. we love you thank you for listening bye-bye